Welcome to the Triple M Brisbane podcast for Tour de Brisbane, sponsored by Transurban. It can only happen once a year. The city is closing its roads just for you. Grab your bike and join the race. The Tour de Brisbane. Info at tourdebrisbane.org. All right, here we go. Everybody get ready in Top of Caxton Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros, and the Caxton Hotel. On 104.5 Triple M and the Listener app, this is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo, and Dan. Triple M Breakfast. Hey, congratulations to Ryan from Bundamba who listened to Friday's podcast on the Listener app. Hey. You, you know where it is, you listen to it right now. You don't need me to tell you where it is, but get it on the Listener app. He heard the code word, which was George, for our Oh, Allegedly pissed, mate. Le- yeah. Who I did... You didn't go to the Red Sox. Played the RBT game. No, I didn't yeah. leave. Gave him tickets. Did he get there? I don't know. I didn't go because I was too sore. Anyway, George text... Uh, no, Ryan text George through to the burner phone. Jesus. Yeah. He's now going to see Peter Garrett. We carry in our hearts the truth. Peter Not the His new band, Peter Garrett and the Alter Egos. Where are they playing? Tivoli. Where? March 30th. What? What do you want? Do you want to know where you get tickets from? Yeah, yeah, Ticketmaster. Right. I've been to see them more than any other band. Oh, you love them. Oh, this yeah, is I don't my, know if I do anymore. I told you this is my daughter's yeah. favourite song. Oh, dude. What? She likes the doo-doos. She likes this and Hey Jude because the doo-doos are none of us. She's only four. Um, so oh, she's I can't see that. Yeah, well, there you go. So if you want to go see it, we don't know what the code word is to text to the burner phone yet. We'll figure one out, I imagine, inside a couple of minutes because we're about to talk some slop here. Based on other burner phone texts, like Amy in Upper Caboolture, you'll hear about school lunches coming up on the potty. Yeah, and she wanted to say that she got in trouble from her son's childcare educator. They Stop. phoned me saying... Stop. What's a childcare educator? Teacher. Well, teacher. Oh, well, for fuck's no, 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 no. They're, not, they're technically teacher. not a teacher because they're just... Oh. Studied childcare, which is different to teaching. What, 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 what's you don't go to university for four years to work in childcare. You do like a diploma of um, childhood, early childhood studies. Well, what's a childcare educator? Yeah, just a. Well, this is like well, what's a garbo call themselves? The the childcare worker. Yeah, it just sounds refuse. better than childcare worker. Okay. So anyway, they phoned me saying... Is that a support <laughs> staff to keep... It? So now they're employing people just to check lunch boxes, aren't they? Well, normally most childcare daycare centres have a kitchen and they yeah. they provide the food. Oh, the stuff that Augie eats at daycare is ridiculous. Yeah. They have oh. like linguine. Yeah. They, a lot of the time they have chef-prepared yeah. meals or they have a chef-prepared okay. um, oh, menu Lord. that then somebody comes in and oh. cooks. They do catering. There's so all it's sorts not, of options. So it's not primary school, should we? We're talking No, no, no. This is like four, right. yeah, four Sorry, years old. On. Yeah, zero to four yep. years of age. Right. Yep. Um, phoned her to say that, that one pr- piece of fruit isn't enough and that they're trying to encourage healthy eating. He needs more fruit. I'm okay with that. Sure. I think more, the more fruit, the better. Oh, yeah. I'm a fan of that. Yeah. Uh, hot cross buns. My, my got kids would probably take three pieces of fruit and veggies oh, okay. at least. Like they'll do an apple or a pear or a nectarine plus strawberries plus cucumber. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. Mm. It's a boring hot chat, isn't it? Yeah, it's mm. not very interesting. Really see, they have a brain snack now too, they call it. Brain snack. Brain snack. Like it's Hannibal like, Lecter. It's like at 9.30 or something, like an hour after they start what class just to what are, what's that? refuel what? the, you know, like a little pump up. Like, like a cow what, brain. What, what do they use? Just sugar. Well, you've just got to have a separate piece of fruit sugar. that's separate to your lunchbox. Yeah. Your, your brain snack back in the day was lamb's fry. Wasn't that lamb brain? 
No, no, no lamb's fry is different to lamb yeah. brain, isn't it? But you, you, did you eat lamb's brain growing up? Yeah, my mom, parents talk about it all the time, mm. and they eat fucking lamb. Have you heard this, Margaret? Corey's mum makes lamb's fry and bacon. It's yeah. liver, liver, right? Oh, so liver. What's, yeah. what's brain then? Just brain? Is it? Brain is brain. brain. But you, brain. did you eat it? Yeah, mum yeah. put it in, um, deep fried it, and, and she said it was chicken nuggets, <laughs> like little cauliflower heads. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I found out. Tomo from Maruka. Tomo from Maruka. He wants to talk school lunches too. In the early nineties, his mum couldn't be bothered making lunch one morning. She only had a fifty dollar note. I bought an entire slab of chocolate cake for my class. Yeah, what a hero! Hold on. In the nineties, <laughs> having a fifty dollar note, you're the richest you person in Brisbane. Yeah, Tomo's a hero. Oh, Tomo, uh, right. I bought an entire slab of chocolate cake. Like that fat kid, is it Oliver? Mm. You know, where he's got his... No, Matilda. You know, where he eats the whole chocolate cake? Oh, yeah. That little unit? This trunchbull mm. yeah. makes him... Because he stole a piece of cake, did he? And then she makes him eat the whole thing. Punches through the whole thing. But if you turned up in the 90s at Tuck Shop with a $50 note... That's a lot of money back then. You'd the rob somebody. Yeah. yeah. You've actually... Where'd you get that off. from? Yeah, well, yeah, there'd be an inquiry. Mm. What do you want the code word to be? Lamb's brain? Devon. Devon? Devon. Yep. Text, whatever. Just the staple that. was a staple of the lunch boxes. Mine was never Devon because Devon was like the brown one, wasn't it? We had chicken roll. The oh, Steggles did right the chicken on. roll, yeah, and it was yeah. that white bread, yeah, butter, chicken roll, meat. and then tomato sauce. Devon was what color is Devon? Like a it's pink, like a pinky, mm. salmon color. What do they call it in Strass? Is that South Australia? They, they have a something like that, it, but it's the same thing. Mm. What is it? Just whatever falls what through the grill it? at the abattoir and they just push it Same together. Same stuff they probably put in a sausage. Yeah. Roll. Oh, sausage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Devon, Oof. code word? Code We're word still Devon. still alive, though. Yeah, Devon. Some just text us, Devon. Some, that's survivor bias because the people who are dead can't go, I'm dead. Um, I, I'm like, not alive. Yeah, can't mm. put their hand up and go, I didn't make it. Uh, Haven't roll-ups lasted the test of time? Still a thing. We were at the shops yesterday grabbing a few items before school this morning and River, oh, Mum, we please have roll-ups because I buy the dried fruit. Your impersonation um, of your daughter. I oh, know. I buy the dried, the boring, healthy ones in the health food section. Yeah. They're like dried, flat pieces of fruit, like proper actual fruit, not just sugar. What do you glucose. describe that as? That is just sugar. Dried up pieces of meat. What do you call them? Um, the South African jerky. 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 Biltong. Yeah. Is that like fruit jerky, isn't it? Yeah, it's like yeah. fruit jerky. Yeah. The kids have been like, I've been buying biltong for the kids' lunches. They love it. Well, that's protein. Just dried steak. That's yeah. what soldiers march yeah. on. Yeah, I found a really good one. Idea. Yeah, they yeah. love it. Good way to get scurvy. Is it? Which I'm saying, it could be a bit of fun. Not too much salt? No, not no vitamin C, which is so sailors used to just eat jerky, right? That's yeah. all they ate was yeah. effectively built on. It was on. easy. Dry what? your meat what? and feed it to them. Because that's all you could eat when you're on the ocean for three months. Some boys at Leo's College, shout out to those guys, many years ago tried to get scurvy. It's very hard to do now because there's enough vitamin C in like potato chips. It ruins the whole experiment. They, just... they tried to get scurvy. Yeah, what? That's interesting. <laughs> what? This is what our engineers, Mark. What else do Leo's civil engineers do when they're 19? Soggy sayos, I'd reckon. Oh, is that the code word? <laughs> so, yeah, it should be soggy sayos. Is it too late? Text either. We'll accept Devon. Or soggy sayos. Or soggy Devon. Or scurvy. You got some options today if you want to see Peter Garrett. Oh, Peter geez. Garrett and the soggy sayos. Sorry, the alter egos. Oh, God. When's that on? March 30, I told you. Pivoli. Will he do any oils or will he just do all his new gear? Well, does he own the songs or is Rob Hurst own? Who wrote them? Is that what happens? Whoever wrote the song owns them. Slash and uh, 
Axel have gone through that. I think they both said, right, we can both have them. Oh, that's the way. Yeah. Well, they're having a feud, Peter Garrett and Rob Hurst. What's happened? I don't even know who Rob Hurst is. He was the drummer. So he, he, I thought he was the brains behind the operation. Like Phil Collins. Mm. Like Mick Fleetwood. Jeez, we've run out of shit to talk about, haven't we? Sorry about that. I'm this. looking up Biltong. Oh, um, no, we're done now. Yeah. Right, we're done. See ya. See ya. Marto's Thought on Sport. While we're talking flying, the poor old Penrith Panthers, what reward do they get of being the best team in rugby league over the last few years? They get to fly, how far is it from Sydney to London? 15, 18,000 Ks or something like that? Something like that. 21 hours. <sighs> Right. Why didn't they get to go to Vegas for Paul Bath? <laughs> well, that's yeah. the worst bit. Everyone else is going to Vegas. Because they were competing in the World Club Challenge, Marta. It's best just, in the world. It's not just London they got to go to. They got to go to Wigan, Wigan. which is actually the toilet of London. Um, <laughs> they got to go to Wigan. And what happened when they got to Wigan? They got cheated by some of the worst cheating, refereeing mm. and video refing I've ever seen in my life. Not only the try that Wigan were awarded, one minute later the one that was disallowed, it was just a complete crock of poo and poor old Ivan Cleary. I'd rather be here and lose than not be here, you know, so uh, we're proud of the fact that we're here uh, and played in this this game. No, you're not. No, you're That's not. nonsense. <laughs> that is nonsense. Yeah. Where does he want to be? He wants to be in Vegas. Yes. Of course he Stop does. Stop lying, Ivan. All right. Be honest. Let's talk about Vegas just quickly. Uh, I worry about Reese Walsh. You know my concerns about he's getting too big and no one's telling him to pull his head in. Well, it ain't getting any better. I think I'm meeting a few people um, with my manager over here trying to sort something out. Just, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. He wants to leave the NRL. After one good season, he wants to go and be an NFL star because everyone's going, oh, you can make $10 million a year, mate. Now, listen, you're a midget, Reese. Let's remember that. It's a game where you get squished really badly by enormous human beings which make a rugby league players look small. Anyway, that's Reese. Oh, what else, Reese? Those boys did a lot, um, you know, in their career and, and then made the change. So, um, you know, i still got to, you know, so much um, more I want to do okay, shut in, up, in the game. So, hey, shut up, shush, shush, shush. Um, Reese is talking there about uh, Valentine Holmes and... Um, My lata? No, and uh, Jared Hayne. Jared How Hain. much they've done in the uh. NFL. Um, now, let's remember, Valentine Holmes didn't play one game. Jared played four, and then how did Jared Hayne go after that? He was mainly catching taxis. Yeah. Mm. Okay, that's that's the end of that. Uh, somebody, for God's sake, Ezra Mam seems to have improved himself. He seems to have got a bit of humility. He met Paddy Mills, and I think he's gone. Oh, Paddy's the pull best. Your head in. Isn't Paddy great? Thank Every you. athlete who's getting a bit ahead of themselves needs to sit down a current affair style in a room with a bright light and Paddy Mills, Thank and God. he can just run seems them through. To me the it. best thing I've seen oh, is the, uh, the Broncos have got him as some sort of ambassador for the state. So Paddy Mills, that's great. Can Paddy Mills please talk to Reese Walsh? Um, let's just take the hats off. The oh whoa 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 whoa! Have you got? We are the champions. Yeah. We. Yeah. Are Oh, on, we are the champions. <laughs> we are the champions. Well, the Broncos. Oh. We won the pre-season. Uh, we're pre-season uh, champs. Yes. Sorry. Oh, did we? We Last won 100,000 100, bucks. Oh, yeah. What, what did the flights to Vegas cost us, you reckon? 160 grand to get everyone over there? <laughs> Margo, who did we beat Manly? Beat everybody. <laughs> Okay, can you remember and, last and week? All of Manly's players in did Vegas. We, uh, yeah, did we, did we play Manly the other day? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. I watched a bit of it. You went, oh, oh, no. Can you remember right. this ding-dong last week? Oh, Greg, it's just a trial, just Martin. Just a trial. Greg, it's just a trial, Martin. And now here he is suddenly. We are the Suddenly he's doing his best Freddie Mercury. We're not, you can't take it away from us. Um, so two <laughs> matches. It was a two We're match. the best of two matches. Uh, yes. <laughs> Round Robin um, style. But let's let's take a moment. Let's take a moment. 
these young men who played in those trials will never hear from a lot of them before. I know a lot of uh, I know a lot of Polynesian names that I will never mm. hear again. And you got to remember, yes, let's salute Thank them and you for take your service, a time. Boys. Yeah. These are, these are, these some of these kids will never play another game oh. for the Broncos okay. or for any of the teams, and and it's sad. And these some of these people. They're like reserve-grade weathermen, the people who do the Today Show. That guy who does the Today Show weather on a weekend. I will not have you say that. They're reserve-grade. They'll always be reserve-grade. I will reserve not have you denigrate James Tobin on this and, show. He's and, a wonderful man and isn't it nice when people like Dan get a go and they get to hang around with proper players, <laughs> proper weather people and proper news people. And good on you, Dan. You're our little trialist. And I'm, your, you, I'm your Tristan Sailor, am I? Oh, not no, Tristan Sailor. He's proper. Yeah, he's proper. <laughs> he's the Sam Marcus. You're one of them. <laughs> You're one of the ones we'll never hear about Yeah, he's again. the Tim. <laughs> Triple M Breakfast. Hey, guys, went for a bit of a drive uh, over the weekend, took the caravan and the kids. Corey was away in Sydney calling lots of football on, apparently. Uh, but we went out to Kooya, C-O-O-Y-A-R, a place I've never heard of. Uh, but it was fabulous. We went out for the Kooya show, oh, got amongst now, now all the you, ads. You got me interested. I don't know Kooya. Where are we? Okay. So, Marto, we went out past Oki, Ackland, Colpe, Wootle. Heading towards the Bunyan Mountains. So you went out. You went out through Oakey. You went that way. After you went through Toowoomba, you went north. Started to go northwest. Yeah, we took the Toowoomba bypass because we were towing vans, yeah. so we didn't want to get up. How good's that Toowoomba bypass? Yeah, so good. Went out Bloody the Toowoomba hell. bypass and then sort of turned right and and went out that way. Is it Murphy's Creek? Y-A-R, yeah? yeah? Here's the directions, Marto. These are the towns you go through. To <laughs> <see>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a great drive. So just before the Bunny Mountains, I got just it. Just before the Mountains. 130 k's from here. Yeah, about a three-hour drive right if you're on. towing a caravan uh, and you've got what kids you go in the car that want to stop for wheeze and get something to eat and, you know, all of the things. Uh, we went out there for the Kuya show they had on out there. Some friends of ours were heading out. They're into yeah. cattle. Uh, there was camp drafting. There was PBR bull rides. There was a bar. There was barbecues. There was all sorts of rides and, like, a bit of a fair. Nice. It was a great old afternoon. We had a hell of a time. We danced to the DJ till late. The DJ? Uh, What's the DJ spinning Kuya? A DJ, a lot of country music, yeah, yeah. a lot of Morgan Wallen, a lot of uh, Laney Wilson, a bit, bit of Luke Combs. Yeah. Luke Combs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, no, it was great. They had an animal farm and they had camp drafting. And but you just went bull, out there for one night. Bull riding. Yeah, just before one night. And then oh, we had funny. to be back early in the morning to get Jagger to soccer at 10 o'clock at Rochdale. No. So I left out there at about 6.30am and then on my way back through, I realised as I was leaving, I didn't have any fuel. I'd used pretty much three quarters of a tank to get to Kuya. And normally you have Corey with on you who keeps an eye on things keeps like an eye on things. fuel and gauge. I thought, oh, surely that'd be plenty. I'm only going two and a half hours up the road, a full oh. tank of fuel of diesel be dragging in a the van. cruiser. Have you heard of the you? Great Dividing Range? Oh, Jesus. Wasn't that a bugger? Mm. Uh, yeah, dropped the fuel. Uh. The fuel consumption was up over like 40 litres per 100 k's or something ridiculous. Yeah. So I realised the next morning at 6.30am when I'm leaving, oh my God, I've got like... 82 kilometres worth of fuel. And I'm thinking, oh, surely I'll just pull in when a did Kuya. You, when did you know Next to the hotel, there'll be um, a, a, servo. a servo for sure. And then uh, one of the people we were with said, no, there's no servo here. Next survey, servo oh. is Crow's Nest. Oh, game on. All now right, I'm, I'm thinking, on the map here we go, now. mate. Crow's Nest, yeah. <laughs> 
You've got, uh, you only got, it's about 50, maybe it's over 50 k's 60 to go. kilometres. 60, 62 k's to get to Crow's Nest, and I've got 83 oh, kilometres worth of now. fuel. I'm on the map. <laughs> Emu Creek didn't have a servo. Emu Creek didn't have a servo. <laughs> Kumbungee had a servo, but it was closed. Well, they're the other way. Yeah, Kumbungee. Uh, Yarraman was <laughs> yeah. the other way. I could have gone, but I had to go 30 minutes one way to then come All back right. 30 minutes to then go south. So you're trying to make it to Crow's Nest, which is just uh, now the 30 k's out of Toowoomba, 40 k's out of Toowoomba. Yeah. And I went through Colbank, Glenarvan, <laughs> before I got to Crow's Nest and a couple of other little yeah, towns. Yeah, I'm looking. None of them had servos. I'm pulling through. Surely there's a servo here. Oh, no, they've got a hotel. There's a pub in every little town, oh, but right. no servo. I'm like, who are these people just getting on the piss and not driving anywhere? They don't need a servo because they don't have to fuel up because they don't drive because they're too drunk, probably. Just walking everywhere. Just walking everywhere. Yeah, or maybe they're putting Zambuca or one of the really strong liquid uh, liquors <laughs> into Using them. it as... This finally pulled Did up. Did you make it? I finally pulled up oh. into Crow's Nest with 12 kilometres well worth of fuel to go. Well I pretty much rolled down every hill. It was like the old trick of, you know, clutch in, neutral, if you were driving a manual and just rolling down the hill. Oh. I was like, turn the air con off. Did nobody you... talk, nobody breathe, nobody oh, move. In fact, moment. get out, kids. Get out. You're dead weight. <laughs> we cannot. I'll come get cannot you later. use any more fuels. I was doing like, I was that annoying person doing like 75 just so that I could stay in eco mode in the fuel um, world. Were you 100% and everyone beside sure? me do, behind me doing 100, just overtaking me, oh. just so annoyed. Were you I was at, like, go past. Were you 100% sure through. there was a servo in Crow's Nest? No, I, was, I wasn't even sure if it was open because oh, they don't have the internet early. out there and so therefore they don't put their trading hours on, oh on the internet. And so I just had to, fingers crossed, roll through every little town until I hit Crow's Nest going, come on, someone, give me a servo. But every town has a hotel, Marto. You've said this before. The hotel or the pub mm. is the heart of every small town. Well, the hotel, they don't have churches. They don't need churches. They just need hotels. Well, they don't have so servos either. So. And what are they always called? Railway, the George, or it's just the name Something of the town? Something the Kuya Inn. The Kuya Inn I'm or just hotel. Looking at, I'm just looking at the map of Crow's Nest. You might be the only person who's ever been relieved to arrive there. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much. Marto, Margot and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane as. Dobbo. Wow. Not in Vegas yet. Are you live from L.A. currently, Dobbo? Yeah, good morning, guys, from the United States of America. How are we? Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I tell you what, uh, we're in a little town called Agora Hills. Now, I think, um, Marga, you'll know this. It's right next to Calabasas, where the Kardashians are from. Calabasas, no K. Calabasas. Just K in Kardashian. Yeah, it's an hour out of LA, and that's where the Broncos are based at the present moment and are having their training camp facilities. Um, congratulations, the Broncos. Uh, they won a premiership. It could be the only one they've won, but they've won one. They won uh, uh, the preseason comp, 100 grand. That'll go well. Pay go a few baby points, but Yeah, look, well done to the Broncos. But look, everything's going smooth sailing at the moment, but the big talking point is this. U.S. Super League. Now, when I see Super League, Marto, I know you and I have been through it. They were dark days. I start to shudder Mm. and think what's going on. But um, it it is something that is going to be very, very exciting if it happens. You see Carl Stefanovic, stupid enough to put his dough into it. Um, Dobbo, (laughs) uh, Rugby League is the national sport of only one nation on earth, uh, which is New Guinea. Um, Apart from that, this is a bold plan, and it's a wonderful plan to take two games to LA. This is going to fail miserably. Why are they talking about this? A new US Rugby League competition. Well, 
I'll, I'll, I'll because you're give told you, a little you bit have of to. Steve, no, no. Look, this is not the NRL. The NRL have no affiliation with this. Mm, good. None whatsoever. So Steve Strickland is it Steve Strickland? Uh, he, he or a gentleman from Brisbane? He mm. is the brainchild behind this. Now yes. he believes that he can start a ten-team competition mm. in America with private equity, and they went and got some advice off the NRL. I spoke to Peter Volandis yesterday. He said, "Mate, we've got nothing to do with this. We offered some advice. Good idea." And he said, <laughs> "And he said, if we want." something to do with this it'll be called the nrl it, there'll be you know it'll be a national rugby league it, we said at the moment and he's happy that carl stefanovic's involved in it he's part of a consortium that's so he hasn't put a lot of money yeah I carl's looking to get a tax dodge dobbo um <laughs> does everyone know what's happened with major league major league rugby yeah rugby's in and been in america for 100 years they're one of the top 15 16 nations on earth and they can't pull it off all their teams are going broke get it don't put any of your money into it dobbo please do not. No. But let's hey, go to the other side of the coin. Let's go to a proper <laughs> side of the coin, Dobbo. Um, yeah. NRL buying English Super League has a fair bit of merit, no? Yes, and yes. I think that would be a, a, bit, a something that's going to happen. They are obviously in talks. You know, and, and Peter Volandis has got a Warchester. I think he announced a huge profit uh, again last week, and he's just going to continue to invest and invest. Now, if they own the Super League over there, that makes way more sense. Yeah. They have got nothing to do with the US Super League. Uh, the, the, the fact that they're in secret talks, that was because somebody met with Peter Volandis yeah. to have a chat with him. That was the only secret talk. There's no whatsoever affiliation with the NRL. What's not so secret, Dobbo, is what the Broncos have been up to whilst they've been in LA. They've been out yep. training at yep. LA Rams, uh, playing yep. a bit of NFL, putting the helmets on. They've been courtside yep. at the LA Lakers, hanging out with Magic Johnson and LeBron. They're having a hell of a time. Do they remember they got some footy to play? What is Magic Johnson oh, going to do with a Broncos pretty- jersey, Dobbo? That's going straight they're- in the bin, isn't it? They're tra- well, maybe. They're training pretty hard. They train very hard. Like we saw, I was with them yesterday when that, that vision is, and today's a day off for them. Yeah. Um, they're down all down oh, at Santa Monica and playing golf. But I can tell you, look, they're happy. They're healthy. They were out last night at um, a big uh, with oh, one of the big, big oh, people. Oh, 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 no. He's stuttering a bit, Dobbo. You don't real, <laughs> that, sound real sure of oh, yourself. No, they're out already. Anyone arrested? That 100 grand they got from no. the preseason. Did I just tell you, go go uh, <laughs> I'll tell you one quick funny story. Yeah, one yeah. quick funny story. I got a phone call from the media manager yesterday. They went to a private function in the Hollywood Hills, and it was no phones, all very secretive. We didn't even know. And I get a phone call off the media manager asking me, have we at Channel 9 put a drone up because a drone had spotted I all the Broncos on this veranda. Yeah. Yeah. And then as soon as they spotted it, the drone took off. I said, mate, why would I have a drone? But anyway, they're very, very nervy at the moment <laughs> yeah. about anybody seeing anything right. outside. So, yeah. So when, anyway. when are you yeah, heading? When, when, when's LA become Las Vegas? What day are you going up there? Wednesday. I go across on Wednesday. Uh, there, there, there is... Obviously, a few more trainings. They'll announce Adam Reynolds uh, signing that contract that I broke last week yeah. at his extension. They'll do that tomorrow and give him a big round of applause. Um, I'm pretty sure he said he's coming on with you guys later in the week, which will be good to hear from the captain. And, look, we go to Vegas and let the party begin. Um, the macaroni cheese over here, guys, it is unbelievable. Anthony right, Seabold will be happy to see another team in Las Vegas after yeah. all that. Uh, yeah, They've been doing all the work. He's whinging that Manly's doing all the work. All right, Dobbo. Good man. We'll catch up with you during the week. Triple rush M. hour. Yeah, rush hour, Sabo. Triple M Breakfast with Mato, Margo and Dan. The WWE was on uh, at Optus Stadium on Saturday. Oh, I and saw this. Uh, the, it was at Elimination Chamber. Anyway, um, 
Logan Paul was over there uh, and the Australian, yeah, WWE wrestler Grayson Waller um, is from there. He's from his home. Is it that how you say it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't follow WWE. Like, I just I know, saw just this. don't say it's fake because someone will bash you. No. Like, they're very protective of that. It's, it's not fake. fake. Oh, someone's going to bash What's you, What's fake? The w- oh, WWE. Oh. They all rehearse it. Well, don't bag WWE them. and don't bag Perth because they don't take it very well. Logan Paul was over there oh. uh, and I'm not sure what he was trying to do because normally when you go to a City, you know, Taylor in Sydney, in Sydney, you guys are the best. Yeah. I love you. When and then Melbourne, Melbourne. Yeah. you win yeah. Melbourne. I love you. You're my favourite. <laughs> She's you know? in Singapore next week. Like, oh, I love Singapore. You're my favourite. You always my have favorite. been. It's always been you. I love coming back here every year. Yeah. Um, well, Logan Paul didn't get that memo because he seemed to have the opposite idea to telling Perth that he loves them. This place sucks, guys. I said, when they told me we were coming to Perth, I said, hey, we, we got to go to Sydney instead. I mean, even Taylor Swift went to Sydney instead of this dump. You Google, like, the top ten things to do as a tourist in Perth, and number one is go visit an island full of rats. Not so different from you people, huh? That's great. But that's what wrestlers do, right? You become the villain, and then everyone pays to see you get your block knocked off. Did he think it was Rat Nest Island? Rat Nest Island. There's there's speculation that he's trying to promote, obviously, his prime drink, that drink that's gone. He's the prime dude. Him and KSI, whoever he is, some rapper. Uh, but Logan Paul, sensational YouTuber, has made millions and millions of dollars off YouTubing and and wrestling now. He's a WWE wrestler. But he and didn't he drinks for prime. He did yeah. some boxing. His brother Jake's His brother, more of a boxer. Yeah. Right, Logan's right. done it, though. Right, yeah. uh, but he didn't, step, he didn't back down from this fight with Perth. We legit in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the ocean. I swear to God, I'd rather be stranded in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> rather be stranded in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> That's good for him. That is great. you got to use the correct bait if you want to catch anything. Marto, Margo and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane as. There's got to be one listener listening right now who went to Tay-Tay in Sydney over the weekend. Is it correct she'd be playing to over 800 or 900,000 people over her stay here in Australia? How many nights was she in Melbourne? So 13353, if you went to Tay-Tay, I'll take Melbourne, but Sydney over the weekend. So she did four concerts in Sydney. We were 80,000 each. That's 320. Three at the G. She did nearly she, 100, just shy of 100. So about 600,000 people went and saw her. So surely out of all that, because you said to me, I had a heap, a heap of girlfriends of go. Heap of girlfriends right. and husbands even got probably. dragged along with their girlfriends. And Hello. That's what we'd be, husbands and dads. We're, we're on, because I just hear it was the most wholesome, wonderful experience, apart from Dan played some... <laughs> that was awful. So that's... There's nothing wrong there. She wants Taylor to hear her, but unfortunately there's 90,000 mm. people around her. Hold on, we got one. Oh, it's Mez. Hi, Mez. Hi, Mez. How... Good morning. I was just wondering how you got my audio of me screaming on Triple M. I ripped it from your Instagram, Mez, because I saw that you and your two beautiful daughters uh, were tay-tayified and headed down to Sydney. Tell us all about it. It was absolutely incredible. We got up at 3 o'clock on Thursday morning and we hightailed it down to Sydney to get merch. Um I don't know what the news is talking about. We walked in within five minutes. We had everything we wanted. How much did you spend, um, Mez? Total. Oh, my husband's listening, so no, I okay, really can't. Thousand. Thousand. Too much, no, that's too over much. a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so then you went to the concert on Friday night. 
or Thursday yeah, night, so Friday me, night. Uh, I went on. We went on Friday do- night. Um, one of my beautiful daughters, she did not have a ticket, and we tried everything to do so. But, oh. So she tailor gated outside. Hold on. So you had two daughters with you, but you only took one in. Yes, um, that's Whoa. correct. Hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Mess, let's, did let's you ever have... consider sending both of your daughters in and you tailor-gating outside, outside or was that you. not an option? That was just not an option. Not an option, um, right, um, wonderful. No, no. Okay. Just like the Prime Minister of the country, <laughs> Anthony Albanese, not giving mm. tickets away. No, Mez. he's yeah. keeping his ticket. Yeah, he Mez. sets the mood for the country and that's what you did. Mez, can you talk us through, uh, there was flights cancelled all over the country coming into Sydney Friday afternoon because of the storms. Did, were you experiencing the lightning and, the, and then the rain? Yes, we actually got evacuated from the stadium because we had four seats right near the stage and they um, evacuated everybody out of the floor in the first 20 rows of um, a core stadium. So everyone had to stand around. There was lightning, there was thunder, there was bits of hail and it went on for about two hours. But on true Um, Taylor style, she said, the show must go on, I will perform. Yes, she did, and unfortunately we missed out on the support act with Sabrina, but Taylor, in her very graciousness, brought her out for our surprise song, which was very lovely. lovely. They sang White Horse together, didn't they, Miz? What, Horses by Dale Braithwaite? No, no, not Dale Braithwaite. Taylor got hit by lightning at one stage. Oh, terrible. (laughs) Little Sabrina. (laughs) But it was an amazing, Miz, we've heard. All reports have been positive. It was just like a big hug. It was so wholesome. Everybody in the crowd was really nice, and we so also got to experience the magic of Travis Kelsey as well. Oh, um, oh as did he you? Walked what, right past us. Did, yep. he, did he sing? He did Viva Las Vegas, I think. Katy Perry was there. Rita Ora was oh, there. It was Lord. a slew of celebrities. Hold on, look who else was. Thanks, Maz. Scott from Cedarvale. Were you there or your family? No, nah, mate, I took my two daughters and one of their best friends. Oh, my God, dad of the year. Yeah, well, well played, Scott. Scott, <laughs> did you, how did you minute. survive? Or did you end up coming away a Swifty? Well, Blink-182 were right next door and I was watching <laughs> oh. the crowds going there and I was like, damn, I wish I was going over yeah, there. My, they're my tribe <laughs> and here you are with your daughters. Now, did you crack on to any Swifty mums? Oh, mate, there was plenty of them, but yeah. if, my, if my daughters weren't, weren't around, yeah. then, yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> they'd tell your wife, obviously. <laughs> it's Marto and Margo and Dan on Triple M. Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan. We were on to something early, team. Vindication for this show. Do you remember last year, would have been around sort of August, September, we discussed the oldest dog in the world and our alarm bells went off immediately. Was it 31 years of age or something? Yes. And we're like, that can't be right. Yeah, we called BS. And here's us talking about it. I've played the bit that glorifies me, of course, but we were all onto it. The passing of Bobby made global headlines with Guinness World Records (laughs) verifying his age at 31 based on local vet records. But since then, questions have emerged, prompting the organisation to review the claim. I remember you being very sceptical at the time, Dan. I said no dog has ever lived Mm. to 31. That's why it holds the record. Well, I think the oldest... records are there to be broken. The oldest one we had here was 22. Which made me very suspicious that a dog had gone nine years, but... Well... 217 years of human years, apparently. It's officially in team. So that was where we left it. We're aware of the question around Bobby's age and we are 
are looking into them currently, said Guinness Book of Records. Fair Tom, enough, and that's what they was do. Was it a Spanish lady or it was South American? Ch- South American yeah. somewhere, like Brazil, and we, yeah, there were a lot of question marks. Probably the Portuguese Mastiff. Portuguese, oh, Portuguese. Yeah. Anyway, it's time to launch an investigation. I've got Rick in the audio dungeon to make me up a very respectful opener. I've borrowed from CSI Marto. CSI Dickhead. That's not what I requested. But, yeah, I guess that'll have to do. But who's the dickhead here? Me. You. Why? Remember, you're the dinosaur and he's the... Come on, mate, get it straight. Dinosaur and dickhead. Which my uh, friend's six-year-old repeats uh, consists, like, frequently in the car. Sorry, that's our podcast (laughs) that doesn't exist. (laughs) Guys, well done to us. Guinness Book got? of World Records have pulled the rug. Oh, no. Which means the record goes back to Bluey, an Australian cattle dog who died in 1939 at uh, 29 years yeah, and five months. Bluey. Yeah, Bluey. Yeah, Bluey. It was garbage. So, um, however, no sooner, I'm reading from an article here, was Bobby crowned. Uh, questions were raised by veterinary experts over whether it was biologically possible for a dog that lived that long. You. And a photograph from 1999 suggested that he had different coloured Paused. Oh, so the they dog, pulled the, the goldfish, died, oh flush yeah. the goldfish, get another goldfish trick, and they've done it with a dog. They've looked into it. They oh, pulled, we, and we were onto this very, very early. Yeah. Complete dribble. Bobby does oh. not get the record. It didn't happen. Australia still got the oldest dog. Thank goodness that's Absolutely. been solved. I was really worrying about that yeah, all these times. I've been slept since August. I know. Because mm. <laughs> we've thrown that out there and we look silly. <laughs> but now we've We don't want to lose credibility. No. Do you want to run it quickly again, though? Um, see how old we can get oldest. here. Yeah, because yeah. the thing is, as soon as your dog, anyone's dog gets 15, it's the first thing you say. Oh, it's your dog's name. I forget And how before old. they say their name, they go, it's 15, 16. Oh, they're proud of it. I they're so proud. I don't celebrate dogs' birthdays, so I don't actually know how old my dogs oh, are. Oh, no, that's because you guys keep running yours over <laughs> and they don't live to very long age. <laughs> You're too busy using the balloons for your birthday. Mm, no. It was 13. It was, he was talking Oh, you had one going to 13? Corey was just saving on the euthanasia I had fees. one got to 15. <laughs> I had one got to 15, a border collie. All right, come on, hit Bella. us. One, triple, three, five, three. Oh, oldest dog, dog in Brisbane. Let's go, yep. Jeff on Bribey, what do you got? Mate, I had a dash hound. Like, that was actually a suicidal dash hound. But, okay. What do you mean uh, by they, that? They tried to eat itself to death three times. Eat what, itself? What, what does that mean? Its neck's not oh, long not, enough. Not eating it. Not eating it. Oh, I ate bad. No, <laughs> eating food that yeah. got that fat that you couldn't walk oh. for three days. How, anyway. how, long, how many years, a human years, did it last? 19 and a half years. Wow. And Jeff, in the end, was it the... Diabetes. They got the better uh, mate, in, in the end, we went to put it down and it actually took three green needles to kill it. Oh, good. Wow. So yeah, you, were de- you were determined to kill that bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Do you miss her, Jeff? Do you miss her every day? <laughs> it, was actually, it, it was actually my ex's dog and she left it with me when she went. So. Oh, revenge. Take that. <laughs> Jeff, that's a great story of an old... Okay, someone check on Sean. Jeff. Jeff might be a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. No. Sean. Sean and Alex Hills. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Yeah, yeah, good. 19 and a half years old. 29 is the record. What's yours? And Sean, um, when you do this, can you not delight in the joy of Mm. the dog dying? Are they still alive? Oh, no. uh, They've passed. I love both my dogs. One was an Australian terrier. She lived for 23 years. And the other one, her name was Leah and Rambo. Me bought a collie across Labrador. Lived for 21 years. Wow. What were you feeding them? How did you end up with a 23 and a 21 year old dog? Different. Just looked after them, mate. Looked after them. What, What does that entail? Well, just feeding, just make sure they're fed, walked, looked after. Rambo used to come inside. 
Uh, inside, Lee, in- Lee, you get to come inside. So inside dogs. Do you reckon they live longer if you leave them inside? Oh, mate, well, both inside and outside. But they live, they, you know, they had a great life. I'm just thinking of your dog, Ted, Mato, who's been the most outside dog I've ever heard of. I think he's currently on Morton Island right no, now trying to integrate with the local Brisbane, crocodile But he doesn't hang around inside. How old's Ted? He goes for Pupchinos now that he's got a new owner. <laughs> no, okay. he doesn't. Yeah. Six yeah. And, Ted's six and a half. I don't think you live till 21 or 23. Oh, that's well done, Sean. I love your work. Thank you. No, it's funny. Oh, thank you. No, it's funny. Responsible dog owner. Well done, Sean. <laughs> Triple M breakfast. I, uh, I've been paying a little bit of attention. Do they call this the awards month or something around? Season. When, when are the Oscars on? Academy Are they the Academy Awards, the Oscars? Yeah. Next. Soon? Soon. I think soon. Yeah. The nominations are all out for them. Go through all the things that have been going on. Is there, I saw a BAFTA last week. What's the BAFTA? British. British. Film and Television Academy Awards. Film and Television then you've got the Emmys. E- Emmys. What do the Emmys do? For TV. What do the Grammys do? Music. What do the Tonys do? That's for stage, stage. and musicals. What else have we got? Golden Globes. Golden Globes. So what do the Golden Globes so do? So we've had Golden Globes, but yeah, the Oscars is all the talk at the moment because that's the next big thing and Margot Robbie missed out on a nomination for Barbie. Yeah, they don't seem to like Barbie. They well, everybody like... else does except the Oscars. The Oppenheimers uh, seem to be pretty popular. What uh, if there was Gundam, one on the weekend. Logies. Oh, oh, yeah, Don't sorry. forget the Arias. We just had that recently yeah. too. No, 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 and they... the actors down on the Gold Coast. Jeez. Oh, High level. Mate, mm. we give out a lot of awards to actors. Do mm. they get the sulks if they don't all get... Is it like a participation? Is it like Here's a, a little a, ribbon for you, Like a cross-country carnival, everyone gets a ribbon. The one on the weekend, is that an important one? SAGs? Screen, SAG Awards? Screen Actors Guild. Screen Actors Guild. Guild. What does that mean? Is that like the Dalier? Yeah. Is but that an important one? Don't they vote for each other? This is the one they like because it's peer-reviewed. Uh-huh. That, that's the Academy Awards too. So everyone's like in the Academy. Oh, yeah. Jesus. You know, right. there's player of the year that gets voted by the management Holy and then yeah. there's players of play which gets by voted the by the fans. Whereas the Golden Globes, right? the referees is the well, the Golden Globes, as you know, is voted by the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Oh, of good Lord. All right. I just want to talk about those SAGs that are on the weekend because I saw a lot of people who I'd never heard of before won awards. And then finally I saw an oldie but a goldie and I went, oh, look at that. They gave her the Lifetime whatever, the legend. award. Yeah, whatever, Hall of Fame. And I went, this is the best speech I've heard for quite some time because you know how they get up there and go, oh, I'd like to thank this and that. Jesus, and all, yeah, they're my half mother. drunk and everything else. Barbara Streisand hopped up oh, and she oh, nailed it. This is such a wonderful award to get because you know in advance you're going to get it. <laughs> And you don't have to sit there and squirm like I remember, you know, wondering if you're going to get it, you're not going to get it. And if you don't get it, you have to put on, oh, oh, such a happy face. I'm, I'm so happy to lose. Barbara <laughs> I love that. I'm saying, you know, they've got to sit there and protect. Well, they are actors. Yes. We forget that sometimes. But the thing is, you already got a speech. Because how many speeches, you prepare your speech and then you throw it away because you're a loser. Yeah, but then you look like uh, a loser if you've prepared a speech because then you anticipate the fact that you're going to win. Oh, if so you were way, you're a loser. ripping up your winning speech <laughs> and throwing it under the table. A lot of speeches in the bin on the way out the yeah. door. Oh, yeah. that's sad. <laughs> oh, well, well done, Barbara. Keep it for next year. Yeah. Marto's Thought on Sport. Right, what did we learn from the weekend? There was plenty going on. First up, the uh, Reds played Saturday night against the uh, New South Wales Waratah grad match. Did you end up going? No, my leg was oh, too sore. Yeah. My groin oh, was sore had, after me operation. Just had a hernia op. You, I think you were overzealous. I'm better now. Yeah, mm. I thought I was overconfident. It's not about me. 
How'd the Reds go? Did they win? They're bloody good, 40 to 22. Yeah, they're pretty good. Who did we have on the show on Friday? Um, James O'Connor. James O'Connor. He didn't play, but I'll tell you what, Tommy Liner, my, my mate's son, he, he was really good at number 10. Don't go too deep into it because it's only the first game, as Les Kiss said. We're a bit clunky tonight. It'll take us a little while to get going, but it was yeah, it was a good win still. I won't hide from that. Who's Les Kiss or the part from? Well, that's how I've gone through a lot of my life because he was the winger for Queensland in Origin, etc. For years, you'd be you going out in the Les Kiss tonight. So he's always just rhyming slang for. We're going to have a Les Kiss. Going to have yeah, we're going to have a Les Kiss. And next thing you know, then they showed him or not. Whoever it was who said it, finally there was one funny piece of commentary. Um, kiss cam. Because they'd keep Aww. on going to. Oh, cute. Move on. Right, what else did we learn for the weekend? Steve Smith uh, just hanging on. T20 ain't his game. Yeah, all the other players have got muscles. Steve Smith doesn't. No. He just can't do what they it's can very do. Very lean. Steve, you may have no, played Steve, the last Steve game Smith's in T20. Sort of consistent four hitter. He's not mm. a six hitter. Yeah, he's a test player. Bank gone. Um, little Bathurst on the weekend. Uh, this is what else 500. we learned. 500. Yeah, but 500, but only. Well, we'll just do 250 today, and then we'll do 250 Sunday as well. What was it a timing thing? They had to make times or no, something? No, they had to do 250. Yeah, yeah, Bathurst 1000, the great race. Yeah. It's 1,000 kilometres on one day. They did 250 on Saturday, 250 on Sunday. Was it just a warm-up? Yeah. No, well, that was their races. They had two races. Was Red there Bull a winner? Won. No, don't talk anymore about it. Red Bull won. Yeah, okay. bang. Um, and what did we learn from Rugby League? Uh, Titans are still crap and the Tigers are rubbish. <laughs> and the Broncos have picked themselves up $100,000 oh to cover some legal costs when All someone right. gets arrested in Vegas. And, and the baby Broncos. Got ourselves a hundred grand pre-season cash. And here's one for all the mums and wives and partners. Yep. Uh, that's it. It's all over. What? Your marriage? Yeah. No, well, you won't see your partner yeah. until oh, late September. So I hope you gave Early. them all a bit of loving and I hope everything went well. See you at the end of winter. So it starts on Saturday. So it starts this weekend, Sat- of course, and then Rugby it's League. And, and then AFL, AFL starts AFL. next weekend. Yeah. So first weekend of October. It's all over. Where did the off season go? I'll see you in October, Jesus. ladies. Bye. Everyone will be happy, I reckon. Mm. Triple M's. Best of Brisbane. Best of Brisbane. Feedback on this from business owners has been quite incredible. The first one we did, Best Burger, I think I've got Ben here from Ben's on Miller. Have a listen to what it did for his business. It was absolutely amazing, mate. We had lineups from the moment we opened, or before we opened, people were lining up. And it is uh, it was a real game changer. So thanks very much, Triple M. Really appreciate it. So and nominate, then, vote. And then week two, didn't we? Um, Logan Village, the country style bakery, whatever they call themselves. Are you saying that they're busy? Mate, ads? my brother was out there on the weekend, saw yeah. the sign, and said, "Oh, hey, how did this go for you?" And he said, "We have been so busy, we've been actually too busy. Like they are run off their feet out there. Well, so, so therefore, popular. I believe. I guess Maui's who won Best Butcher out there at Springfield Lakes, probably the same story. Maui, give us a yell, mate. Let how, us you, know. how you are going? Best pizza." Now. Now, so nominate triple m.com.au. There's an incentive for voting too. So a random vote is going to win a thousand dollars cash. Mark in Eaton's Hills, what do you got, mate? Yeah, good day, mate. Uh, topped pizza at Albany Creek. Topped pizza. Where where are we at Albany Creek? Which shopping centre? So we're uh, <coughs> um, across from the uh, Coles. Uh, centre. Yeah. He's a little um Oh yeah. Like little shops. Yeah, I'm with you. And there's uh top but yeah, is top pizza and then you got Dan Murphy's the other side of it. Yeah, I'm oh, with you. Convenient. Directly. Mark, uh p- best pizza on the menu, what do you reckon it is? Well I, I I've made my own pizza there. What uh, do you mean? You get the I've got the base pizza of the pepperoni. Yeah. Then I asked him to add chorizo. 
mushrooms and pineapple. Right, I like the pineapple. Oh, so pizzas. if I was to go into topped pizza, what would I ask for? Well, I'd like to see if they could name it after me because it's... The know, mark. Oh, it's not just, on the menu. It's no, just a custom order and no, you want to name no, it. Just call it the mark. Yeah, the, no, no, call it the pony. Well, why the, the pony? pony? Is that your name? Oh, that, that's my nickname. Oh, yeah. When I was, uh, yeah. Well, from when I was in the Navy, I... Because uh, uh, my, la- my last name, uh, you got... Uh, anyone with my last name uh, got uh, pony. nicknamed Pony. What's your last name, Mark? Yeah, just say it. More. Oh, more pony. More p- pony more? I don't get it. I don't yeah, Please it. explain. <laughs> right, so it's an old... Uh, <laughs> it's an old Navy <laughs> thing, not, is it? It's an old, it's an old uh, Royal Navy thing. Can you is say it on air? Is it like the soggy say oh, no, 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 no. There was a uh, <laughs> famous uh, jockey back in uh, back in the day in England. Yeah. His name was Washington uh, Moore. Yeah. And he got nicknamed Pony, so anybody with a last name more, right he's called Pony. Right, right. it's a so more thing. Do the Ooh. top pizza know that you want to name it uh, the Pony, this pizza? Probably not, but, I, you know, I, I, I think if I keep on ordering it as much as I have. But mention it know, to that, them. Mention it to them. Yeah, and why well, wouldn't they I'll just try. go to the Pony? Because I've got a mate of mine at a um, kebab shop up the road here near us. He ordered it so often that they, he said um, they actually changed it to the Brian. They just called it the Brian. Who's getting a Brian? A Brian. Oh, I want a Brian. Well, he got one like every night, like five nights of the week, this mate of mine. So they just said, yeah, that's fine. It's the Brian now. They put it on the menu. So, mate, get Every into night. it, Mark. Two of them uh, on Friday. Hey, listen, um, you see a lot of this top pizza. Have you nominated them or you know you can vote for them? Well, I have nominated them. I'm hoping that um, they hear it and uh, they, you know, people around the right uh, Creek, Eaton's Hill area get on it because uh, they are the best pizza around uh, that area. That's, that's all you sure. want. Pepperoni with chorizo, mushrooms and pineapple. It's called the pony. Well, we want to name it the pony. Mark, uh, thanks for voting for Topped Pizza in Albany Creek. You'll be able to find them on the website, triplem.com.au. but head there and nominate any other pizza joint. Make your pizza shop famous. Yep. Vote for it. Here's nominate it. Vote for it. Print off the forms as well. It's got a QR code. Get it on your social media. Get everyone voting. It could be a game changer for your business. And a random vote $1,000 cash. It's all happening. Triple M.com.au. Week 5, Triple M's Best of Brisbane. Marto, Margo and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane as. Hey, guys, uh, back to Whoa. school. We're a couple of weeks in now. And uh, lunchboxes are on the agenda because the lunchbox Nazis are, are roaming the halls of, of I the hate this. And uh, it, it comes to light after WA uh, decided that they were going to crack down on processed meat in Lunchbox, saying the processed meat, i.e. ham, devon, chicken roll, whatever it is oh, yeah. that you go to, uh, is no good. It's a processed meat. It's a, car- a known now, known carcinogen. And so it's not healthy to be putting in kids' lunchboxes. So let's pick other options like oh, chicken, shut up. which is full of hormones anyway. Leave us alone. Um, or Vegemite, right? Have some you can't have peanut butter, remember, because oh, you're not allowed Nutella because of nuts and allergies and all those sorts of things. So it's leaving parents scratching their heads going, well, what now? Like, can just, I, can just can put vegetarian options in there for them? Do Like, Corey does the lunches for your four kids. Yeah. Are they, who checks that? The teachers, the teachers. Is there a teacher somewhere who goes around going, show us your lunch? Well, box. they wander around. So the teacher per class. Mind your own business. So my kids in primary school sit with their class and then they eat. And then once they've finished eating, they can then get up and go off and play. Mm. But the teacher would be overseeing their class and, and she would be looking to make sure that they're having plenty of healthy options because they talk uh. about it fueling your brain and giving you, you know, the fuel that you need 
need to learn and to but sustain. But in the old days, all the teachers would have to go and have a durry. They yeah. couldn't give a stuff what you were eating. Have you heard the punishment? Like, you know, if you got caught smoking a cigarette back in the day, I had to yeah. smoke the whole pack. If you get caught with ham now, you've got to eat an entire pig. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I like that. Mm. Hold on. Have you ever been picked up? Anyone you know, are they yeah. doing it? Corey, oh. Corey gets picked up every now and then um, for plastic, too much plastic in the lunchbox because he is sick of sending Tupperware to school and the kid's never bringing the Tupperware home. So he now uses glad those sandwich glad bags for everything. I so use cucumbers, for, use glad bag. Um, chippies, glad bag. Sandwich, glad bag. Good Fruit, glad bag. So everything's in a glad bag and then it all just goes into the cooler, yeah. right? But um, the, well a done, note Cos. came home saying, you know, too much plastic. We're trying to be environmental. Well, that was because you had a spare glad bag. If they break a glad bag, there's a glad <laughs> there's bag a glad in that bag, glad, in bag, glad there. bag there. And I'm glad bag I noticed, that up. I noticed you said Corey gets picked up. It wasn't we get picked up. It's well, I've also your mentioned your son, it to your own champion. I said, why do you use all the sandwich bags? Just put it in a container. Oh. No, I'm sick of sending Tupperware to school and it they never coming home. It. I'm reading here. It's worse than you think. They have a traffic light system for food in WA. They've what happened to the amber, food pyramid? Red and green. So there's traffic lights leading into the pyramid. And ham has now been classified as red oh, on the yeah. system, yeah. except for some very pricey, low-fat, low-salt ham oh, that you can have two up. days a week. Yeah. It's like one of those parking signs where it's got 68 million instructions. You don't know if, don't it's know if you can park there or not. Who knows how to pack a lunch anymore? What happened to the good old days? We used to get the old Vita wheats, you know, with the Vegemite and butter and used to squeeze them and the little worms would come out. Yeah, they were good. Space food was, a, you know, one of the – who knows what the bloody hell was in a space food stick, but it was fine. Or the the fruit, the dried fruit, you know, the apricot sticks, used to get them as well. If I was a single dad, okay – I just give them a bachelor's handbag. So just take, a chicken. Take, take that. That's cool. There are families doing that, Marta. Are they? Yes. You, you've got a leg. One three three five three. School lunches. What, what did you used to get? Kids these days have too many options. I mean, I know women who are cu- like star cutting. You know, sandwiches like little shapes. They're like dinosaurs and hearts and and stars and putting them in. Like kids have so many options these days, and it's got to look pretty. You know, for the gram. There's so many for lunch the gram. for the gram. There's so many lunch no. box oh, pages now where they give you inspiration. America's just banned the hummus from the lunchbox too. The hummus, <laughs> hummus terrace. Yeah, like mm. no, daddy. Danny, <laughs> come on in more, Afield. What are you dealing with, mate? Happy Monday, people. How are we? Yeah, yeah good, you, mate. Dad. Kids these days are spoiled. What was it back in the day, the staple of your lunchbox? Mate, Devon and tomato sauce or a maggot bag in winter? Yeah, no, it's a pie. Oh. <laughs> maggot, hey, um, maggot bag and a rat coffin's a sausage roll. Hey, yep. Danny, the Devon, it was a fairly ordinary piece of meat, wasn't it? Devon's like, what it's else do you call meat. it? Windsor meat. Mate, it was more fun when you used to have to pull the wrapper off before you ate it. Still <laughs> like the guy. Oh, yeah, still mum, a bit of Mum didn't cut all the stuff off, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, hey, Danny, did you have refrigeration in your lunchbox? No, we had a 20 cent piece in our lunchbox. That was all we had. Have you got kids, Danny? Do you have to? Yep. Uh, do you have the headache of patch, packing lunchboxes? Well, the young fella loves Devon and tomato sauce and the daughter cooks pancakes for breakfast and takes the leftovers. Oh, yeah. that's good oh, work least, from you. I used to love a pie clip. We used to get a pie clip pie with clip. jam and butter. How good were they? That's Corey amazing. and Aspley, good morning. Yeah. Hey, Corey, how are you, mate? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Uh, Are you talking about your tuck shop days or are you one of those struggling parents scratching their heads? Uh, No, no, my tuck shop days where you could uh, rock up and get a uh, sausage roll and chocolate breaker for lunch and no one blinked an eye. That's right. And, Corey, you would get the change back taped to the side of the bag? To the brown bag. Yeah, it'd have the coins just with a bit of sticky tape. 
in the brown bag. That's right. Mm. How, how are we going? Is there chalky milk allowed anymore at tuck shops? Yeah, I think there's still chalky milk. That'd oh, be red, right, red light, wouldn't it? Red, you're going to have it twice a week mm, or whatever. I think only once. Well, well, I don't get this red light twice a week business. Well, that's a WA where we're hands What, they they, punch a ticket going, yes, yeah, that's your second chalky milk. That's I know enough. with my kids, primary school and high school is different because yeah. I have to order primary school. You oh. have to order online. Yeah. They can't go up to the tuck shop. In high school, they can just go and get what they want. <sighs> but they limit the food options for primary school. So it's a different menu. Like, they're not allowed to have the iced teas, et cetera. Oh but they're allowed to have a juice. Oh, good Lord. It's too mm. confusing. Remember these days? Jake from Wellington Point. I graduated well Ohio in 2013. The tuck shop sold pizza pockets. Oh, they were like good. heavenly burrito <laughs> Pizza. They were always molten hot. They were like so lava. Hot. Jake yeah. wants to vote for Brisbane's best pizza as, oh. as the winner. And Mick from Cleveland, if you haven't made a ma- here we go. If you haven't made a mouth guard out of fruit roll-ups at Big Lunch, you haven't lived. Did it at primary school through the nineties, and he's still got at least three teeth that yeah, he's right. eyes. That's more than our average oh, here at Triple M. Muggles box, Muggles box. How many matches in Muggles box? Do you shirt up? And grab your matchbox. It's done up. Get yourself sorted. Just shaking my box here for you. So I've told everyone, do not ring up and say 20. It's not going to be 20, I can guarantee that. It's not four either, Marto, which you alluded to earlier, because uh, that was how many was in my box on Friday. Ask yeah, Cam but... what he thinks in Birkdale. How many, Cam? Morning, guys. I'm going for seven today. Oh, bum, bum. Put you out of your misery early, Cam. Oh, Sorry, bud. Oh, it's not it seven. Se- sounded something like seven. Mm, what about Amanda in Wynnum West? Good morning, Amanda. Hi. Hey, how many uh, matches in my box, babe? Do you want another little listen? Oh, Please be three. I, I bet it's more than three. Yeah, it's not three. Oh. It's oh, not three. Bugger. I'm not saying whether it's more or less, but it's, Sherry. More, it's not three. Sherry from Logan Home. I'm going for 16. Woo! It's a big box. Oh, for us. I know. I've heard. You're the best, Sheree. Yeah, nice, no, Sheree. We love Sheree. Uh, Sheree's our mate who came out to win the Mitsubishi Triton, lives down at Logan. She does all the engraving on the Yetis, Marto. Oh, you do as well, Sheree. I, I do indeed. Uh, you see the buggers at, how many did you say there was in there? 16. 16. Well, you're not right, I bet. How do you know? Well, it oh. doesn't sound like 16 to we're Did you read my off. post-it note over here? No, what's your post-it note? Uh, no, there's, more, there's more people on the line, though. So no, sure. sorry, Sheree. Uh, see, babe. Sheree, what about no those... No worries. Bu- did you see the buggers at Yeti are doing their own engraving now? I know, I know, we're the mongrel. Yeah, but that's okay. Years. Okay. <laughs> Okay. You mongrel dog. (laughs) We love Cherie. Wayne in Tagum. Hey, Wayne. G'day. How you going? Yeah. Do you want to have a guess at how many matches in my box? Give him a shake. 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 Uh, Shake. Yes, 10. 10. 10. Is it higher or lower? He's close. Hang on. Oh, no. Is it higher or lower? Can we Than 10? Yeah. It's lower. Steve in Shaler like, Park. I feel like Larry Emder. Lower than 10, <laughs> all right? <Higher. laughs> no worries. Good morning. Hey, Hello. Steve. How many... Do you want to have a little listen again? Uh, no. How uh, many yeah. m- matches in my box to get you to match box 20? I, I reckon you got eight. Ooh, Ooh I said one, one lower than lady. 10. What? And I know it's definitely higher than four. Oh, she's oh, I'm just double checking. She's actually counting them, Steve. This One, is two, auguring three, well. Four, five, six, seven, uh, eight. You're right. Yeah. Hey. Congratulations, Steve. You're coming with me uh, side stage to see Matchbox Twenty and Ooh. 
Goo goo Iris. Goo goo Iris. Okay. Wear a mask, Steve. For a second, I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, we're going to be side stage doing the sound check, Steve. And then you're going to go off and, and watch the concert live. Ah, oh, amazing. Thank you so much. It's mm, not COVID-19. Welcome. It's Matchbox 20 <laughs> and Goo Goo Virus. Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Goo Goo uh, Dolls and Matchbox 20. That's right. Uh, exclusive tomorrow triple night. passes. I believe tomorrow on the show we'll definitely have a couple more exclusive passes, but we might have one set an hour. Are you nodding, Alex? Producer Nuffy Lions, Alex. Like Ticket Blitz style. Woo! Well, no, that just means Margot's box will be full of a different amount of matches every hour. Are you happy? Oh, every okay hour on the hour. Mm. You all right with that? I'm okay with it. Well, I don't want to force mm. you to do anything you're uncomfortable with. It's your box. It's open every hour. I love it. Talk to you tomorrow. Triple M. Thanks for listening to the Triple M Breakfast Podcast for Tour to Brisbane, sponsored by Transurban. Grab your bike and find your ride. Family fun or get into racing. Tour to Brisbane.org.